high will keep him calm. Let him stay high. Let me stay high. Mm-hmm. That should be the title anything. of this conversation. <laughs> Let me stay high. Oh, his um brain cells are shot out. Whatever, man. That Whatever. brain, baby. That's that's real life. Whatever. We finna start anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, Rough Talk World? This is your favorite couple's favorite couple, the Ruffs, man. My name is Eddie. This is my very beautiful wife, Kiara. Say what's up to the people, baby. How you gonna keep telling these people I'm beautiful? They can't see me. Why do we have to go through this each and every time? Because you might be lying to them. Like, I might be a whole catfish out here in these streets. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, man, on today's episode, we have a very special guest on the mic with us. Very special, very near and dear to my heart today. Just your heart? Okay, well, I'm she doing cool the introduction. Or she cool or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, mm. cool or whatever. My mother, <laughs> my Joy mother. Ruff. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Hello. Wow. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, this topic is a very interesting topic, man. We are going, this, and this, we are going to call this episode, Fuck Them Kids. So are you one of them kids that your mama should be, fuck them kids too? Should have. Oh, okay. okay. Should have. Okay. Yeah. I did not when you were growing up, but I do now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you know, we. I, I want to talk about that too, because I know... Um, I've heard you say that plenty of times, you know, that you should have taken the time for yourself and you did a lot of sacrifices for the family, you know, knowing what you know now, what opportunities would you have, have taken? I think I'd have still done things the same way. Cause I, my, my young men grew up to be young men. Uh, other than one mishap, um, never had to go bail nobody out of jail. Oh, that mishap. <laughs> never had to. Um, well, I mean, you did once. I said other than that, oh, yeah, she said that one mishap. Oh. I was like, what mishap? And then she said bailing somebody out of jail. So I knew what she was talking about. But never. that's when you got your street creds, right? Yeah, yeah. Still don't have none. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and 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 I I feel like the reason that. Um, you men grew up the way that you did and turned out to be the way that you did is because I did make the sacrifices that was needed. Mm. So I don't think I would have changed anything. Oh, that's so sweet. Not even like more time for yourself, doing more for yourself? No, because when you left home and I asked myself, what is it that I like to do? I didn't know what it was that I liked to do. Because my life was so centered around raising you guys Mm -hmm. and trying to give you the most stable household that you can have with a father who was always deployed and always gone. I, during that time, I was basically a single parent Mm -hmm. because, you know, your dad was gone a lot of times. So I had to be mom and dad. Not gone to jail. We, you know, just cleared that up. He was in the military. He was in the military. Yeah. So so a little background information. My mom and dad met while they were both in the military. Uh, My mom got out when Vashon was born? No. 
Before Rashawn was born? It was when I only had you. Oh, uh, she got out before my brother was born. Um, and then became a, a military dependent spouse, whatever you want to call it. My dad did 20, Five. 25 years in the army. And within those 25 years, we moved all over the place. And, you know, what she said about being a single parent, there was a lot of times when my dad was gone for months at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when I graduated high school, he was in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was over there for, what, two years? Mm-hmm. So that that was just to put a little bit of history behind what she's saying. But keep going, Mom. Um, if I would have taken the time to do me and not... Um, focus on raising y'all. Y'all could have been hellions. Y'all could have been just out there doing whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of women who do that. And you know, to each his own. That wasn't what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and raising two black boys in a um, you know, I just felt like it was my duty. To, to do what I did and raise y'all the way that I did. I don't have any any regrets. Mm. I really don't. That's, That's okay. cool. Yeah. That's cool. I know that. So I know that, like, you know, when you graduated um, from, what was it, Columbus State? Troy. From Troy. Troy. When you had your graduation party, I know you had said something about, um, what was it? I think you said something along the lines of, you know, wanting to have done that earlier on or something like that. Do you mm-hmm. remember something like that? Like, do you wish that, I mean, you, you know, you don't necessarily have to neglect the child in order to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. do a little something, something for yourself. Like, do you think you, do you wish that you would have gone to school a little earlier too or no? I feel like if I would have went earlier, I would not have been as focused. Mm. Um, it took me 21 years to get my bachelor's degree. So I started getting my degree when I was uh, still active duty. And um, I would take a class here and take a class there. But the reason that I would do it like that was because either little Eddie was in basketball or Rashawn was in football or because I tried to keep them busy and work. I, I, I don't think I would have been as successful completing school if I'd have done it then. Mm. Mm, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. It definitely can make a world of difference. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a new perspective because you know I always just I always just thought like, damn, you know, my mom could have done so much more if she just would have. Because I I look at how we raised Kaylin. Mm-hmm. You know, and how much freedom Kaylin got. Cause you can you call me and ask me what Kaylin doing. I don't know. She mm-hmm. in her room. Mm-hmm. You no, know, she in her room. She doing her thing. And um, I say this a lot, but I like to. You know, I like Will and Jada's style of parenting with Willow and uh, Jaden, and how free they are, and they were able to make their own learn and make their own mistakes and all of that and. Like, it was still structured, but it was like like they had their freedom within within boundaries. And that's kind of how I feel with Kaylin. 
Um, that's why shit. We gonna me and Kiara gonna go and do what we gotta do. Mm-hmm. We gonna go and do what we wanna do. Cause why? Why wait? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why put it off? Especially, you know, we have the the support that we have from you and Daddy, uh, my in laws mm-hmm. in Montgomery. Then uh, Kiara has a cousin. Uh, that's up there by so you know we have the we have those opportunities mm-hmm. did y'all not have those no we did not we did not your first mm, three or four years um your your granddaddy your dad's dad was excellent about coming to get you he was so excited to have his first grandson uh, like there was nothing that could keep you from him. But then when the rest of the siblings started having kids, then that kind of slacked off on you. Mm-hmm. And I would never allow my kids to go and stay with my parents. That was a no-go. Mm-hmm. That was a no-brainer. I would never have done that, never did do that, had no interest in doing that. I didn't have that kind of support. Mm. So that that's another reason why I just put my all into raising y'all and taking care of y'all because really and truly that was all y'all knew mm. was me and your dad. Right? Cuz we were we were incredibly close. Yeah. Our our dynamic kind of reminds me of me, Kiara, and Kaylin, and how close we are, because it's really just us three mm-hmm. and the dogs, mm-hmm. really, you know, like, um, day in and day out, mm-hmm. it's just us, mm-hmm. and we go everywhere together, it's it's rare that we're not all together, mm-hmm. like, especially if we going out somewhere, mm-hmm. um, and that's not to say that we don't have a support system, it's just, you know, because we're so far away. You know, not everybody is right up under us. And, you know, with my dad being in Montgomery and, you know, I no, mean, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. What? I said that they were a part of our support mm-hmm. system. You was in the. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all have a, a much better, <laughs> a much better support system than we do. And, and I feel like y'all's relationship will be able to stand after Kaylin is gone. Mm. Like I was telling mm-hmm. uh, Kiara earlier, when you left home was when I had to have a conversation with myself because I never envisioned you living leaving home. That was never uh, something I prepared myself for. Mm-hmm. So when you left home, I thought, okay, now one day Vashon is going to leave home mm-hmm. and then it's just going to be me and dad. Me and dad didn't know each other on a me and dad relation mm-hmm. you know we didn't have that our relationship was centered around these kids mm-hmm. this these bills working take it just handling business mm-hmm. to the point where we neglected to, right. to feed our relationship right. and that's the great thing that i see within y'all's <clears throat> family is you and uh kiera's y'all have time where y'all bond mm-hmm. and y'all like when kayla leave y'all gonna be good you don't have to worry about changing your conversation with each other because y'all conversate with each other now. You know what I mean? Like, but when me, when, when everybody was gone from our house, 
me and dad had to have, we had to change our whole way of interacting with each other. So, um, it was, it was, it wasn't, well, it was hard at first because he was so militant <laughs> and military life was all he knew. And, uh, he retired and jumped right into civil the civilian world and started working. So it was something that we really had to work at mm -hmm. our relationship, mm -hmm. having that different part of a relationship. And that's interesting. Cause you know, with us getting married so young, we didn't know how to be married. You know, mm -hmm. like my parents divorced after 20 years and that was something that I was very, um, I don't know if you call it paranoia. I was kind of paranoid about in the you beginning were. was, you know, how are you with someone for 20 years? Like what's going to prevent us, you know, that from happening to us. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really nice to hear you say that you see our interaction. You see how close we are mm -hmm. because that's important. It is. That's very, very important. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people, you know, be together one, be together a year and be like, oh, that's my best friend. Like, nah, like that's, that's my role dog. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even on our worst days, it's like, damn, I can't stand this nigga, but <laughs> shit, I wonder what he doing right now. <laughs> yeah. And it's important to have that. Um, and now you were saying how you like the way Will and Jada raised their kids and I'm on the other side because I guess, cause I'm old school. Um, I, I, you, you guys always had, I never took your voice. Mm -hmm. I always allowed you guys to voice what it was that you needed to voice. Even though there were some things you probably shouldn't have voiced. But. Oh yeah. <laughs> this movie would share everything. <laughs> but Whatever. you guys had, had, I guess we were more hands on than Will and Jada. Mm -hmm. We didn't, we, cause for me, I couldn't. With with Eddie, I couldn't let him just go out here and do anything and believe that he was gonna make the right choice because I knew every single time he was not. Mm -hmm. So um, he, you know, I guess if you when you know your kids, if you got those kind of kids that you can trust to go and do and and whatever, then that's that's something different. Mm -hmm. But I knew with him, mm -hmm. he I couldn't do that with him, right. And it was definitely different times, you know, back yeah, then as well, absolutely. you know. Um, well, I mean, nowadays, I guess back then growing up too, it was kind of the beginning of the internet and the whole, mm -hmm. uh, you know, online predators and all that stuff mm -hmm. too. And now kids have access to it on their cell phones. Not yeah. just it's, on, whole, it's way easier. It's, yeah. yeah. Way yeah. easier. Yeah. So it's, it's very interesting. Um, but I think with Kaylin, you know, I think for me, I look at it like, like he gets very emotional when she gets in trouble and I'm like, I get why you upset, but she's 12. Like imagine what we were doing at 12, 13, 14, 15, you know, so she going to get in trouble. She's going to do other things. Like this is just kind of the beginning, mm -hmm. you know? So, oh yeah, it's just getting started. That's uh -huh. for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm definitely glad that we have the relationship that we have, though. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's very important to me mm -hmm. that we had that that we have that relationship because I want her to be able to like the random conversations that we have. Mm -hmm. Like I remember we used to when we lived at the old house, 
one, two o'clock in the morning, hey, you want to ride with me to the store? Mm-hmm. And she hop in the car with me and our, you know what I'm saying? We would have just random conversations. Mm-hmm. You got a boyfriend? <laughs> and she wouldn't hesitate to answer my, to mm-hmm. answer me because we had that. Relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I love that. I love the fact that we got that. And because as she gets older and experiences different things, you know, things mm-hmm. that I, I won't know anything about or know to look for because i mean what i was a teenager however many years ago and whatever was going shut up (laughs) whatever was going on then it's like double now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like these kids have access to so much more than i did when i was 12 13 right Mm mm-hmm yeah, and like you, and I know for me, like it's very important for you and Kaylin to have a, a good relationship because when I was growing up, I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. And you know, my dad was always in my life, you know, he was military as well. Um, but he, and he didn't deploy as much as your dad did. But you know, like I've always said, it's always been important for you guys to have a relationship because little girls need their fathers, you know, boys do too. But little girls need their fathers. And I think that that is the reason why I was so boy crazy and, and gung-ho on being in a relationship with somebody was because I didn't have that relationship with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely makes a, a world of difference. And, you know, I wish that parents understood that, especially the moms. I wish they understood that it is important for your children to have a strong male role model in their life because... You know, I mean, well, shit, it's important to have both of them. But, mm-hmm. you know, for little girls, like I know for Kaylin, like at one point in time, Eddie was every uh, Valentine's Day, he would go pick her up from school, mm-hmm. after school program with her teddy bear and her flowers. And so when he would buy me flowers and um, he ain't have nothing for her, she looking at him like, <laughs> nigga, where's mine? Like, right. I know you ain't walking right. up in this house and you right. ain't give me no flowers. Right. So, she would do that all the time, look sideways. Right, so that that standard has been set for her. And, you know, it's it's important and it's it's good. You know, it's, it's, it's very important. Um, even down to parenting, um... Parenting ain't what it... Di- discipline is what I meant. Discipline. Discipline ain't what it used to be. Mm-mm. Not at all. Because you said your mama used to beat you with what, babe? Man. <laughs> Don't be telling them lies. I remember the very first time that I had Man. to whoop little Eddie. He was... He was... With that like hot sauce. Six. I remember that. You need to stop. I remember that. Hot sauce. He Texas was six Pete. years old. And... <laughs> no, he was five. Um, it was right before I had Vashon and we was living in New York and I had to spank little Eddie and I went in the room, closed the door and I cried because of the way that I was brought up mm-hmm. and the whoopings and stuff I used to get and I would, I always said I would never whoop my kids. Mm, she, so it was inevitable with that nigga. When I had to, like, this was like the first time that I had to really, really get him. Mm. And I went in the room and I shut the door and I cried. And dad said, you might as well stop crying because that ain't going to be his last one. Mm. You're going to have to get him again. Mm. And I said, I just don't want to, I don't want to 
go overboard the way that mm-hmm. my my mother did with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So discipline de- nowadays discipline is definitely not the same. Mm-hmm. Yo, it took you almost six years to beat this nigga ass. Yeah. Damn. And then after that, it just went down. It, they just kept going, huh? That was the first time he... Now, he used to get spankings. He he would get a spanking. Mm-hmm. But he didn't get a whooping. He had to get a whooping this time. Mm. You got your ass beat, huh? Remember what it was for? No, hell no. I don't remember. I definitely don't remember. I was so traumatized. Do I remember? It was It was very traumatic for me. So, you don't remember that, but you remember getting beat with some hot sauce? Yeah, yeah right. right. <laughs> didn't you say I she beat you that. with the refrigerator one time? She picked it up. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's yep. that's that's that. Uh, what you call it? That um, uh, civil rights strength. Yo, talking about discipline. How do you feel about these parents that put their discipline when they discipline their children on social media? Um. I feel like it's disgusting. I, I, it's I, foolish. I think it's especially in the day of social media. Uh, and you don't want nobody to say nothing to you about disciplining your that, kids. That part. Why yeah. would you put it on social media? Like to me, that's like bragging. Mm-hmm. This is this is how I discipline. But nobody cares. It's your child. You do what you gotta do in your house. Right. And a lot of lot of the ones that they put they that mess on social media go overboard. Mm-hmm. There was this serious one. doing way too with, much. Way too much. Way too much. Uh, did y'all see the one with the the young girl? I think she was His, her daddy caught her caught her in the room with a boy. I don't know if it was that, but he, they were in the garage, and the stepmom was recording. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And um, the girl kept one. trying to run out the garage, and uh-huh. he, like, I think dragged her by the hair mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, that was just, mm-hmm. like, Now, that's wow. the kind of stuff I used to get. Mm. So, because of the way I was disciplined, mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that to my kids. Right, right. That makes sense. Do you feel like the lack of discipline... In our generation with, like, you know, our kids is why some of these kids are getting into trouble and soft as hell. definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. Mm. I um, had a friend, and I told her, because she was one of the ones, she was friends with her, her daughter. Mm. And I told her, listen, you cannot be friends with your kids until your kids, I ain't talking about, Grown. I ain't talking about 18. I'm talking about out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. They don't depend on you for anything. Mm-hmm. Don't need you for anything. That's when your relationship can change. Right. But she, you know, when she got ready to play the mama role, then the daughter didn't understand. Mm. And then when she felt sorry for her because of how she responded as a mother, then they became best friends again. And mm. that was confusing. I bet. And I told her the day is going to come when your daughter going to jump on you. Ooh. And that day came. Damn. And when the day came, she called me. So when I get there and I'm telling the girl, I don't feed you. Mm-hmm. I don't put a roof over your head. I don't clothe you. I don't do nothing. If you want to fight somebody, fight me. Mm-hmm. 
Because for you to want to fight your mother, the one who's providing for you and taking care of you, you don't deserve any of this. Right. Agreed. I said, we can go outside, go in the yard, because I'm not paying for nothing when I tell you my <laughs> stuff up, and fight me. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember who this is, because no, that sounds familiar. You know who it is. You wasn't home when that happened. You was already gone in the Air Force. But um, It ain't the one we was just talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, that's who I thought it yeah. was. Yeah. Damn, that's she did that? Yeah. That's who I thought it was. Damn, she don't seem like the type. Maybe because she's older and I met her later, you know, in her later years. She mm-hmm. just seems very calm and mild-mannered mm-hmm. and, you know, well-behaved. Yeah. Damn. But, but that's, and that seems to me, like nowadays with raising kids, that's what seems to be important to parents is being their kid's friend. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You can't do that. Not I said the cat. You can't wow. do that. You you lose respect. And to be honest with you, kids need they they want yes. guidance. Yes. And they want discipline. They they don't want it in a way where, you know, you gonna make them do something they don't want. They don't mm. want that. Right. Mm. But they need it. Right. Structure for sure. But um, they they actually need guidance. Mm-hmm. And the parents need to understand their role mm-hmm. as well as the kids understanding their role. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Wholeheartedly. Right. And right. back to the girls and their father, men have to understand that they are going to be the first person to expose their daughter to love. Mm-hmm. This is how you love a woman if a man can't love you mm-hmm. like I love you then that's not the one for you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's always been my mind friend mm-hmm. always always and it's always. true and it's like you know some of these these females they have all these babies with all these different mm-hmm. men like looking for that love mm-hmm. and it's like I'm I'm so glad I'm so glad I wasn't that bad like I'm so glad it was just one and done and I got lucky. Shout out to you, my nigga, because, nigga, like, what the fuck? Like, dealing with her on my own, like, mm, yeah, I don't think that that would have worked out very well, but. I don't think Kaylin's that bad of a kid. Kaylin's not a bad kid. I think yeah. she's a good kid. I just think Kaylin needs more responsibility. Mm-hmm. But I think if I would have been doing it on my own, she I would have been, been one worse. of them ones that, because it would have just been me and her. Mm-hmm. Um, you so know. she'd have been your friend. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I would have been one of them parents. Like, I would have felt guilty. Telling her like, everything. No, I wouldn't be that far. I think that because it would just be me and her, we would be weirdly close. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, the, what's that show? Um... The show with the moms that are like obsessed. Smothering. Smothered. Smothered. That's what it is. I feel like we would be up under each other, Mm -hmm. you know, because it would just be me and her. Mm -hmm. But, ooh, I'm glad that that's not the case. And the thing with with y'all, when y'all were growing up, I always kept the lines of communication open between us, me and y'all. Dad, on the other hand, he was more of the, in his own world doing his own thing like when he was military he was military mm-hmm. to the bone marrow all the way down <laughs> so it was like okay because because he had said something one time about you and i said okay he can't come talk to you 
who you want him to go talk to. Mm-hmm. I I don't trust too many other people for him to talk to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to always keep the line of communication open for him to talk to me because right. I'm his mama. Yeah. I want the best for him. I'm not going to tell him something that's going to send him out here to get hurt. Right. So I, I feel like kids should have a place or a person that they can confide in. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's it's important to them, even though they may act like it's not, it's important to them to know your opinion on what you think of whatever they're trying to do or whatever they're trying right, to do. Right, right. That is true. And yeah. I feel like Kaylin is so, like, like y'all are definitely closer than her and I are um, because y'all spend so much time mm-hmm. together. So, you know, it's cool or whatever. That's so why I be trying to encourage <laughs> you to, you know, y'all go out and do something. Mm-hmm. Go get your nails done or whatever. Mm-hmm. Go ride around or shopping, whatever. Just go out and do something with her. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to do that. I used to take you on mommy. It would be mommy's son dates. Aww. And we would go and get something to eat. And even mm-hmm. after we had Vashon. Because when we had Vashon, I think you felt some kind of way because you was the only child for six years and here here come this baby have another baby huh right Right. (laughs) and that's exactly how it was i remember i told them we found him in the trash can you're such an asshole (laughs) (laughs) i told him we found him in the trash can you are so rude Mm -hmm. you so i would i would take you out and you know get your hair cut or we go and get something to eat, go get some pizza, go bowling or something like that. I, I always had to make sure I still spent that time with you mm-hmm. so that you wouldn't feel left out because there's another baby in the house. Mm. It's so important. She, so she would take you to get your hair cut. So you've been not deciding what you was going to do with your hair for a long time. So so you good. So we good. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying. Looking like, for any way to justify I mean, you know, hey, I mean, I don't really need to justify. What you going to do? Tell me no. Yes. Okay. Let me know how that works out for you when you walk around here looking like a peacock by the head. Oh, Your hair already red. You ain't so. the only, only barber in Georgia. I wish you would let somebody else do your hair. I wish you would. <laughs> That's grounds for for a divorce. Girl, stop We almost that. at that 10 year mark. So, you know, like. Stop it. You know, 10 years in one day, it. I get half. Just stop it. <laughs> Remember when you found out that it wasn't really true? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the longest time, he did she not know. Me. He did not know for the longest time. And why I said something, I have no idea. I was going to, I'd tell him. You would have told him? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's messed up. Oh, yeah. Damn. Now it's just a joke. Yeah. Because you know it's a joke. Yeah, now yeah, now you can laugh joke. before yeah. you be like, fuck, I really want to be like this. <laughs> right. let, me, let, me, let me think. Maybe, maybe we can get divorced and then get back together and restart the time. Restart, yeah, Y'all going to be okay. Y'all going to be together for a while. Because <clears throat> y'all. Maybe next 20 years. Y'all dynamics match. We besties. Mm-hmm. Maybe the next yeah, 20 really. years. Mm-hmm. Like, including the upcoming 10 or, like, just 20, period? Or from where we are, 20. Yeah. Okay, so 29. Yeah. Well, at 30, then I really, really get half. You don't care? Mm-hmm. Or you just don't believe it. You, you, now you got to do some research. You're like, shit, is it 30? I don't believe Now you got to do some research. I don't believe, believe you at all. I don't believe you at all. Well, it's cool. You ain't got to believe me. I love you anyway. Mm-hmm. You my dog for life. Mm-hmm. Bad boys for life. What they say? Bad relationships for life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that shit was funny. 
That shit was hella funny. Any other questions? No. I think I got some... Uh, some insights? Yeah. Some, you know, and I do credit a lot of the things that you and I do based off of them. Mm-hmm. Um... Cause you know, I just hearing you say that you waited to you was you waited twenty one years to do something because of us. I don't want to say this shit. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to say I had to wait until Kaylin was gone to travel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, nah, we gonna do this shit now. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause be and, and, I, and I understand we cause we have that mm-hmm. support because you know mm-hmm. we doing something for Valentine's Day. Right. And we had options of right, where right. to send her. Right. And it wasn't like we had to, we we didn't have to hesitate. We just asked. Mm-hmm. Shit, I'm going to take advantage of that as long as we and can. And I would too. I would too. If if I had it that way, I would have, and, and things probably would have been different. Mm-hmm. If I had, if we had that kind of support. Yeah. Um, I believe things would have turned out a lot different. But and and I was very because of what happened to me growing up, I was very protective of y'all. Mm. That makes sense. And um so it wasn't no just anybody you wasn't gonna be over just anybody house. Like mm-hmm. and even when it came down to y'all friends, they could be your friend, but until I meet parents and I know what they Oh, mm-hmm. your friends can come here if their parents let them come here. Right. But mm, you won't be going over there. Yeah. I mean, I was just super protective. Mm-hmm. And that's why I could not get consumed with me. Because I I, I had to protect y'all. Mm-hmm. I wanted to protect y'all. I, the, the, the lifestyle that I had growing up as a kid... You know, we had a lot more freedom when it came time to go outside and play and this and that. Now, you got sex traffickers. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't just let your kids go anywhere. Mm -hmm. They can't even walk around the block by themselves. Somebody Mm -hmm. might pick them up walking around the block. So, it's a whole lot different now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just feel like people need to be a little more conscious Mm -hmm. of what they're doing with their kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. That's very true because I know earlier Kaylin had, I don't know if she said anything to you, but she said something about she wanted to go to Haley's for the summer. And um, although you want to talk to your dad about that one, I was like, I don't have an issue with you going. You're not going for the whole summer. Because, um, you know, even though her and I have known each other for a very long time, she's still my child. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she still is a child and she's a little girl. Um, and if she can't take a week off work, who's going to be at the house with her? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so it's, it's definitely scary. It's definitely, you know, nerve-wracking to even think about your child being out of sight. Like, you know, you don't want mm-hmm. to smother them. Mm-hmm. But I know for me, like, if she wants to, I want to allow her to be able to enjoy her, you know, preteen and teenage years because we got to do that, Mm -hmm. you know, but because of the world that we live in today, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you want to allow them to to have a normal childhood, but you don't, you know, sometimes you don't know. Like, you know, sometimes people put on a a great facade and, you know, you never know, but yeah, 
Yeah. I know I get anxiety sometimes just thinking about, you know, whenever we let her spend the night at someone's house, like I'm constantly texting her, like, if you don't respond to me within five minutes, like I'm picking up the phone, mm-hmm. like it's it's very scary. It's a very scary world. But like he said, you know, we have a great support system and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's dope. It's lit. It's lit. The it's best lit. <laughs> thing I think about the best memories I have uh of raising you guys was that we were always me and dad was always considered the Kool-Aid family. Kool-Aid like family. we was the house that well, all the kids would come Jim to. Jim Jones had Kool-Aid too. So it wasn't just... a poison Kool-Aid. <laughs> I mean the kids could come to the house, get popsicles and you know they they all the kids felt comfortable right with coming to us to the point where my kids hardly ever went and spent the night with anybody. Mm, they always there. wanted people to come to our house. Gotcha. Um, which that to me says a lot because mm-hmm. a lot of kids would love to go and spend the night with other friends just to get away from their parents. Mm. But they uh, uh, more times than none, they whenever they wanted to hang out with their friends, they would have them over to our house. I'm surprised you was cool with that, Mr. Antisocial. He had friends when he was growing up. You did? I didn't have a whole lot of friends. Oh, shit, I'm surprised you had any. He was kind of ugly growing up. <laughs> What's looks got to do with friendship? Cause and I his friends were boys, you. so he should have been ugly to them. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I just laughing? <laughs> She's so weird. I didn't even know she was up there. Oh, awkward so. <laughs> I mean, I we, me and Dondre was outside talking about that because he was like, I never really saw you hanging out with nobody. I was like, I mean, I had friends, but I didn't. I'm like, we didn't always have to be up under each other. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and then that wasn't really till senior year when I was hanging out with Reggie and Josh, mm-hmm. and that was it, really. Mm-hmm. Like consistent friends, mm-hmm. like. That was allowed to come over to the house whenever mm-hmm. they wanted to, kind of shit. That was mm-hmm. just them two. And Keisha. Yeah. Oh, damn. I ain't heard that name in a long time. Yeah. Damn. And then, you know, the folks from the church, they mm-hmm. weren't really friends, but they was associates because mm-hmm. of church. You just tolerated And it was always around, so. <laughs> what, what was you thinking when they was always around? Like, why the hell are you at my house? Man, damn, go home. <laughs> I mean, because they did stay over. Yeah. A whole and lot. just coming over, so that's why I don't like niggas popping up now. <laughs> niggas always at the house. You traumatized, you triggered. Damn. I'm triggered. And I was showing up, especially when we lived over there on uh, Sears Road. I was sure go back in my room and close mm-hmm. the door. And would, would they come knocking on your door trying to hang out with you? Ain't nobody bother you? What? When I was gone, I was done, I was done. Leave me alone. And everybody knew that. We knew what we was working with when it came down to look at it. Thank God for patience. Woo, child. Hey man, when I was done, I was done. I would have to take that nigga back to the Leave fire station or something. Leave me alone. Yo, this is a lot to deal with. Being married to you, I can only imagine what it was like raising your ass. Good God almighty. Yeah, he kept me on my toes. That's for certain. Mm. Are you sure they didn't find you in the trash can? <laughs> <laughs> That peanut gallery up right. there. Because <laughs> she probably wondering the same thing. Like, she, did they? Because you were a little throwed off. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. 
You remember that, um, who was it? I don't know. I know I remember hearing a story. I don't know how old he was. The lady that you saw later on in life that said the how bad he was. The director of the um, daycare. Oh, when he went daycare? To, yeah, when God he went damn. to daycare out there in Fort Benning. I think Eddie had to be maybe 16, 17, mm. somewhere. We was... <laughs> and here he come. Here come. Wow. We're doing a podcast. You want to join in? No. <laughs> we talking about your kids. <laughs> Are you turning around Here so you go. You Come back Here you and go. talk about them. Here you go. What's your fondest memory of your son growing up? Me whooping their ass. And you did that. You did. That was the only time he really oh, wanted no. to be involved. Right, Eddie? That's it? Right. You want me to be that Dad, ass? you can't making all that noise. Oh. How old was Eddie when you first whooped him? You feel so so ridiculous. When you so as he came out, <laughs> we were one more dog. What the hell was he doing at one See? more dog? He want to hold his neck up. <laughs> oh, Let Lord me tell Jesus. you when when I first had Eddie, <laughs> nigga, hold your neck still. <laughs> Dad used to lay little Eddie across his lap. I think I still got pictures of that, and just brush his hair. He would brush his hair, make his hair lay down. He like a Chinaman. Yeah. He loved brushing your hair. Aw, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. And you know what um, Eddie says is his fondest memory of you is his take, his music. How he listened to Anita Baker and who else? Mm-hmm. Who else was it? That was really the one that and uh that was really the one that stood out with Kenny G. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh Spyro, Spyro Gyra. Mm-hmm. All of them. Who the hell is Spyro Gyra? It's a jazz. That's, jazz. Jazz. That's yeah. like food. Yeah. Let me get that Spyro Gyra. Hey, actually, you know, I was looking at um Clayton on the map the other day. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, we used to live out here. Mm-hmm. Clayton House? Nothing else. There. Nothing. Play, play yeah, New York. New York. It's Play upstate oh. New York. Oh, oh, and like oh. you could look over the water into Canada. Canada. That's oh, how man. close we were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember he had said that when you would get off work, correct me if I'm wrong, he would get off work and he would get him a beer and he would turn on his music or something like that. Your Baker would be playing. Mm-hmm. That's so cute. That is so cute. I mm-hmm. love it. I'm I here for that. it. I remember that. I'm here for it. I wasn't here for it because I wanted him to be turned off the military and be dead. Oh. So were you, would you be up on those nights when he would come or you would just like hear the music when you was in uh-huh. the bed? I think I was up with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'd be up with me. Listen to Listen to him. Y'all remember that time I let Sean eat dog food? <gasps> Eddie! <laughs> what the Jesus. hell is wrong with Out of the trash can. Uh, <laughs> what is wrong with you? I was supposed you? to be watching him, but instead I was back there playing the video game. What is wrong with you? Man, that nigga used to terrorize me. He really did. <laughs> and you let him eat dog man, food. Man, whatever. But Sean used to bully him. Hey, man. <laughs> oh, so I see where Kamani gets it from. Go get oh, my yeah. food. Oh, uh, um, used Sean to bite me. Used to bite him and leave teeth marks and bruises on his body. Vashon, mm-hmm. them, them uh, I don't know if they still make them, them cast, them steel 
Tonka trunk, them great big steel heavy Tonka trunk. Yellow with the great big tires. Vashon used to pick that truck up and bop mm. little Eddie upside his head. Mm. Little Eddie come crying and I would tell him, hit him back, hit him back. Mm. It wasn't until Vashon bit a plug out the back of little Eddie's in his back. I mean, bit him so hard, it made me so mad. And I told him, you better bite him back and bite him back now. Ooh. And, mommy, he's a baby. <laughs> I said, you better bite him back now. And I oh, mean, by, if you don't bite him, you're going to get a whoop. And that's how much I meant it. You bite him? He did. He did. Sean Ooh, never bit me again. He never did it again. That is Funny. Never bit me. Back to the dog food, though. So, did you get caught? Like, what? I don't remember. I don't remember. They used to do so much stuff. I walked in and saw Vashon eating the dog food out the trash can. But where did the dog food come from? We had had a dog. dog. Really? I never knew that. I never knew that. Jewel Marie. And what, New York? I never had. What did we do with Jewel Marie? We ended up giving her away. I never knew y'all had a dog. Mm-hmm. Wow, out the trash can. But why wasn't the dog food in the dog bowl? It was, it was, it wasn't like we going to put a whole dish of dog food. It was just like out of the. Oh, like a little leftover yeah. stuff in the bottom. You, you just ain't shit, huh? Damn. Are you proud of yourself? Shit happens, bro. Are you proud of shit yourself? Shit happens all the time. Shit happens all the time. That's what brothers do. We're brothers. Face hmm. ass. <laughs> wow. Um, another story Eddie told me was when he was, what do you say, six or seven for your birthday, he was supposed to go somewhere and you was you wanted like skates or something. I wanted rollerblades. Yeah. And what did y'all give me yeah. instead of rollerblades? Um what happened was dad was deploying to Panama around your birthday. And so, in order for Dad to celebrate your birthday, we did an early birthday mm-hmm. celebration. We went to this place in uh, Dis- Syracuse, Discovery New York, Zone, something, <laughs> and had a birthday celebration that weekend. And but his actual birthday was the following weekend, but Dad was gonna be gone. Right. So we gave him a gift. Mm-hmm. That year for, I mean, that weekend for his birthday, I think it was like a remote control car or something. Mm-hmm. And this joker trusted to throw a fit because mm. he wanted rollerblades, which I have the rollerblades. Right. But they was for his actual, actual birthday. birthday. Okay. So Stupid he threw, ass. A, threw a fit, <laughs> threw a tantrum. And uh, I said, okay. We was at the hotel. I remember it. I remember like we, we were supposed we to go to Discovery Zone the next, the next day. We did. A, we had a whole weekend playing him and uh, I forget who it was. Some another. I think it was the girl across the street that had all them kids. Her little boy. I don't remember. But um, had a whole weekend playing. I said okay. So when his birthday actually came, <laughs> I let him open his gift. He saw his rollerblades. I said, you like them? <laughs> yeah, mommy, thank you. I said, you're welcome. Now give them here because I'm taking them back to the store. Damn. You're going to learn to be grateful for what you get. Mm. And I took them back. I said, the next pair you get, you're going to pay for them. 
You ain't never had no damn rollerblades. His grandfather oh, bought them for him. Oh, damn. About that joke or anything. I know that ain't. I know he ain't talking, though. Being ungrateful. I, I, now, that's y'all one buy thing. Y'all grandkids anything. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I didn't like was being ungrateful. And my kids were usually pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was around the time Bashan was first born. So, little Eddie was really going through an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. Like, he was really, because he, he, little Eddie was usually the kind of kid, you can give him some popsicle sticks. And he would find something to do with them. Like, he was always that kid. Mm-hmm. So, when he acted like that, you going to have to learn a lesson in gratefulness I ain't never had no more problems out of him after that. Damn. Interesting. I I can say you are pretty grateful. You you like, you know, I can agree with that. He 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 was Shut up, after dude. that, even when he got older, he was a lot more responsible. Mm-hmm. And um he was a lot more cautious of money, like spending money. And um he was, he was, he, I could say, when it came down to ungrateful, he got that lesson. Okay, okay. Interesting. Okay, it only took you one time. That's how I feel about being arrested. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. We're not talking about me. We're talking about you or your parents. <laughs> you know, one thing that um, I wanted to ask you was about that picture that we have of Eddie at the house, that jacked up haircut. Was she that, cut my hair. Oh, you cut it. That's right. You cut it, and he was pissed off. off. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, Look how he looking at her. Off. Like, like he still. Let it go. Let it go, <laughs> what, what, what that was like think? 1990. Yeah. What, what, was, what was going through your head when you saw your son hair jacked up like that? I was like, I. All I saw was patches. <laughs> And that patches. song came to my, you know, to my mind. Patches, I'm depending on the sun to pull my family through. My life is up all he up so to you, man. And I'm Not like, patches. and he, and he just like, it's, he was, he loved it. Because it was done, it was over with. It didn't take me all day like it took Dad all day to cut his I had, hair. I was just finna say that. I had Don't to cut do it that. all off. Don't do that. Mm. Don't do you that. cut it all off? Yep. What he Don't had to because the way I had, he had all them patches in his but head. But why you cut it? Because I didn't. We lived in Clayton, New York. Ain't shit. Uh-huh. And the only thirty-five miles. My, it was away. a thirty-three mile drive to get to Fort Drum. Are you serious? To get to mm-hmm. Post to get his hair cut, and I wasn't gonna do that. Y'all couldn't live on Post. That was considered. Post housing where oh, we live. Wow, mm-hmm. thirty three miles. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll show you the location after that. So where were you at? Why you didn't cut his hair? He was deployed. Oh, deployed. Oh, you was gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn! Tell that baby head up. I'm why your hairline like that. No, it ain't. <laughs> Don't play. Don't play. <laughs> you love talking shit. I do. It's so much fun, and I have your parents here, so it's just. It's just easy. I'm sorry, baby. It's just so much fun. It's just so much fun. I'm sorry. Um, Eddie used to always talk about you cutting his hair. I love my haircut. Uh, (laughs) That's why I love my haircut. Yes, I do. I love to get my haircut. And you know it's true. I love to get my haircut, too. Haircut. 
haircut. I like to get my haircut. All right, man. We came up with that. You did? No, it's from Gullah Gullah Island. It was an actual kids program. And boy, when they hear that song, them jokers like, Mommy, you can't take us to the barbershop. I don't want daddy cut my hair. He take too long. What you say? You always go first. Yeah, go ahead and get out of the way. Because you said them quipping was hot. Oh, baby, Sean caught on. Oh, he did. You always go first. (laughs) Yeah. So we had to start alternating. That is hilarious. That's why you'd be traumatized whenever I'm cutting your hair and my clippers start to get they get hot. (laughs) No, you start taking too long. I start getting agitated. Like, okay, you got that PTSD. (laughs) It's time for me to go. Bro, got haircut PTSD. Oh my gosh, that's been sitting here too long now. That is funny. He start when he start talking crazy. It shows Mm -hmm. some clippers. I know, right? Cut your damn hair. Put your ass down. You want me to cut your hair, nigga? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> my baby oh, Whatever. shoot. That was funny. That was so funny. Whatever. Well, we appreciate y'all for uh, that was a good one. coming and talking with us, Dad, even though you joined us the last five right. minutes. Can't we make that damn noise? Right. Thank you for being <laughs> random. I didn't know you guys were doing you know, a little TV show. You know, you got it the ain't TV, TV, TV it's show. It's a podcast. It's a show. Yeah, TV nigga Lito. That's all right. Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> I, I don't regret. Like, there's no, there's no handbook mm, on how real. to raise kids. Mm-hmm. We did the best that we could with what we were working with mm-hmm. in in the place that we were. But I can say this: I'm proud to have the men that I have, and I don't regret any part of how you all were raised. We're not perfect, and I know we made some mistakes along the way as well, but. Y'all don't have no criminal records. Y'all don't have no. Stop looking at me. Y'all don't. You know, I like it could have been so much worse. Right. That's true. So I I wouldn't trade anything for our journey and doing and raising the way that we didn't know how to raise kids. We didn't know what we were doing. We just did what we felt was best. Mm -hmm. That's real. You want to add anything to it? Uh, the, the one thing that really sets out in my mind, because uh, she used to say, you know, spend some time with the kids. So <clears throat> I would take, uh, I, I think I would take you and Rashawn to the barracks. I'd drop them jokers off and go play basketball or whatever. Drop them off for who? In the barracks with the soldiers. Oh, Jesus. Well. And you remember that guy that had a fair named Musso? I remember a ferret. Yeah. I remember he had a ferret? ferret? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember oh. a ferret. In the barracks? Yeah, in the barracks. And that ferret, he would, he would, that ferret loved Eddie. Eddie loved that ferret. And they'd be like, they didn't get food. They got, they fed him candy, potato chips, oh, you oh, know, okay. all of this stuff. But he still <clears throat> wasn't spending time with his kids because he dropped them off oh. and played basketball. Yeah. So we're, you know, Promoting healthy relationships with our kids. You talking about dropping them off? 
I didn't know what the topic was. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just. Hey, he really took fuck them kids. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> Spend some time with kids, put them kids. Man, you know how I be a father and all that stuff. I was, I was straight, I was straight soldier. Mm, that's straight real. Soldier. That's real. I know that uh, Eddie used to say that y'all. You, they used to call you. Um, who was it? Um, James. James. Senior. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 I be telling him all the time. I don't see it because you're very calm and mild mannered. I know oh, I'm coming yeah. in. You know, yeah. on the back end. That's so now. Yeah. But you know, mm-hmm, I'm glad because I love my father-in-law dearly. So, like he said, like she said, y'all did a great job. Eddie is a pain in my ass, but he he's a great husband. He's a great husband. Y'all did a good job. Rashawn, all right, he cool or whatever. You know, they I knew that they were both they would make good husbands. I knew that whoever one got them, they would get a prize because I tried to make sure that I taught them life skills so that when they got out there in the world, they didn't have to um, depend on a woman. Mm-hmm. They was able to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so whoever came along had to be willing to add to what mm-hmm. they already knew. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because your son sure act like he don't know how to clean up after himself. But anyway, like we say at the end of every rough talk. <laughs> She had to throw something in. I'm just saying, this nigga. I'm just saying. Anyway, man, thank y'all for uh, joining us. I know I said this earlier, but we kind of picked up again. Yeah. Oh, this was cool. It was. It was fun. It was definitely a different insight into my into my childhood. We're recording, not singing. (laughs) You got a song on your heart? You know he always trying to. No, we're not finished. Hi, lady. Yeah, hi, host Sadie. <laughs> anyway, man, we figured. Hey, like we say it at the end of every episode, every broadcast, man, do what works best for y'all. Deuces. Deuces. <laughs>